Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. That's right. You get two episodes this week. Well, do they get two episodes this week? Or since this is Sunday and going all up on Monday, they got two episodes last week. Uh, one of those. One of those. It's probably going to go up tonight, actually. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, you know. Either way, Sunday's still the first day of the week. Either way, there was a bonus episode. There was a bonus episode, so go listen to that. Go check that out where uh, we invite some of our friends on and we reminisce about the late, great Scott Hall. Yes. We're back this week to do our normal show this time, and we have whiskey because we are the whiskey. whiskey and wrestling podcast. Drinking the or the whiskey that we are enjoying this week is Redemption Bourbon. We had the Redemption Rye a few weeks back, and it was uh, phenomenal. Yes. So this week we have the bourbon. It is uh, eighty-eight proof or forty-four percent alcohol by volume. It's a mash of 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% barley, aged in new charred oak barrels. So it smells really good. Yes, it does. It does indeed. So we're going to see how this tastes. You'll have to forgive our lack of clinking because yeah. all we got is plastic cups at the moment. Well, we'll it make it work. It so. so anyway, cheers, cheers, huh? Clink. <laughs> That's yeah, really good. Very good. It doesn't have For, much of a burn to start with, but it it's now catching me. It's got a very sweet original yeah. note. And then it's got a nice burn. Not not a bad burn. You know, we did the long branch what was it, right. last week or which was a I didn't really like that burn. But this has a nice slow burn to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very vanilla. Yeah. Um yeah, real vanilla, real, real, real sweet. I for twenty five dollars for the bottle. Mm-hmm. This and the Redemption Rye are excellent choices. Yeah, I don't absolutely. think you go wrong with either one of these. No, I don't think so at all. So real good, real yeah. good stuff. There you go, Jason. How was your week? It was pretty good, man. Uh, just another week of of work, and of course, we got our bonus episode on Wednesday, and. Mm-hmm. went up Friday. So y'all, we, we're going to harp on that a little bit. I think go check that out. It was a really good episode. Yeah. It was a lot of fun doing it yeah. that way. Um, you know, getting more people's, uh, voices on the, the show. Uh, in addition to one, uh, Ethan, who's, mm-hmm. who's real young, you know, uh, really too young to know Scott Hall when it comes right down to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really cool, you know, hearing him talk a little bit about it and then just the old heads, uh, of us. All of us sitting around reminiscing what are our, fa- our fondest memories of Scott Hall and what he did for professional wrestling. But should we dive into what happened in wrestling this week? Yeah, we may as well. I mean, that is part of our show, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know that we actually, if we talked about it last week or not, I know we mentioned it, but uh, before we dive into what happened this week, of course, Big E uh, broke his neck. Yeah, in the match for last Friday on SmackDown, 
the results have actually come out. He's broken, what was it, the C? He broke the C1 and the C6 vertebrae. Uh, there was no displacement to it. Mm-hmm. They were just broken. Yeah. Uh, no spinal cord damage or anything like that. So it looks like he can make a full recovery. Uh, that said, there was a neurosurgeon mm-hmm. who talked a little bit about it and said that the damage to the C1 is usually a career-ending damage. Yeah, uh, a lot even of if times it doesn't, you know, do any anything more than a, it's just fractured, right? Yeah, that it's usually career-ending. Uh, apparently, a lot not. of times that one, that particular vertebrae, does not heal correctly. Yeah, so it, it's never correctly healed. So we may have seen the seen the last of Big E in the ring. I'm. Gonna hope and pray not. Really hope not, but but if it is, then he's had an amazing career. Yep. And he managed to get the championship. Yeah. And so. he uh he posted another video where he's out walking. Yeah. Uh you know, on his Twitter. So, you know, go follow his Twitter. Uh Biggie keeps he, he keeps his whole he keeps his fan base up to date. Yeah. And he's just legitimately one of the best human beings on the planet. Yeah, legit. He is one of the best guys ever. So, so yeah. Let's dive into the results for this week on Monday Night Raw. We have an opening segment where Kevin Owens comes out, starts the show out with "Hey yo," mm-hmm. as we found out right before Raw went on the air that uh, Scott Hall had passed. Uh, but he cut a promo talking about, you know, how everything was going. He's trying to push his uh, feud for lack of a better right with, yeah with stone cold so we get Finn Balor versus Damian Priest um and I think Balor retained yeah. well, well no Balor retained but well the prince and the archer never quite reached the level they kind of yeah and Finn won the no or, Priest won Priest won but it was yeah. a DQ yeah, so uh, then we then we have Omos versus Commander Aziz. See, I watched on Hulu, and so I didn't get any of this stuff because WWE doesn't put the full Raw on Hulu. Why don't we put the full Raw on Hulu? Because screw people who don't have cable or you know, right? So yeah, well, almost won though. Yeah, in in a. Match that is everything that you expected it to be. <laughs> Just not not fun. Um, whoever wrote this Bleacher Report article is not good. Liv Morgan versus Queen Zelina. Um, so uh, I think Liv got the win here. Yep. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Hurt Business, where uh, I believe... Um, the Mysterio, yep, the Mysterios get the win. We get Dewdrop versus Bianca Belair, where uh, Bianca Belair gets the win, as you would expect. We get Montez Ford versus Riddle. Um, that ended in disqualification, and as the uh, Alpha Academy came out and attacked everybody, we have Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. This was the main event of the evening. This had been set up in the backstage segment earlier. 
Kevin Owens has found his route to WrestleMania. It's calling out Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was trying to hype up his best friend, Seth, who got an idea. And he goes out to the ring. He calls out Kevin Owens. And he says, I'm going to face Stone Cold at WrestleMania. You are going to take the sideline. Of course, Kevin's like, "Um, no, that's not how this works. Management said, I like this idea. And by management, I mean Sonya Deville. I like this idea. The two of you are going to have a match tonight to determine who gets to face Stone Cold at Mania. Kevin Owens wins, and we go off the air talking about how Seth Rollins' dreams for WrestleMania have been dashed. Eh? Any, any her, idea? Her, her eh? dreams, his dreams were dashing. Yeah. <laughs> They've yeah. been dashed. and Yeah. A little heavy-handed there, guys. But uh, yeah, especially considering the news has come out that Cody has has officially signed with WWE now. Yeah, and that's been the rumored match for yeah. a while now. Is that it is going to be Cody Rhodes versus one Seth Rollins? Yeah, so we'll was, see what happens. So we move on to Wednesday with Dynamite. We kick off the show with uh, Hangman Adam Page and Jurassic Express versus Adam Cole and Red Dragon. Uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon win. John Moxley and Brian Danielson versus Wheeler Yuta and Chuck Taylor, in which, of course, John Moxley and Brian Danielson win. But at the end of it, you see Wheeler Yuta get back in the ring and kind of get in Regal's face a little bit. And Regal slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> and then uh, Moxley and Danielson kind of stepped up, and you, you hear Regal say, uh, go, uh, go prove yourself, you know, before you come back. Um, Speaking of William Regal. Yeah, we'll talk Go, about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had the Jericho Appreciation Society commencement, uh, which honestly I missed kind of half of it because I I don't care. Um, yay, Inner Circle 2.0. We then had a TNT Championship match of Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky, where Scorpio Sky wins due to MJF and Spears getting involved and causing the 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 loss. We then had the Hardys versus Private Party. Of course, the Hardys win. They couldn't. Private Party's not going to beat them. Then the main event of the night, which was given almost 30 minutes. Uh, Steel Cage match. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker for the AEW Women's Championship. Kind of started slow. Ended up on fire uh, with your new AEW Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa. Congratulations to Thunder Rosa. Well-deserved. Friday Night SmackDown, we start off the show with an in-ring segment from Roman Reigns. We learned that Brock Lesnar is not going to be there. And then we learned that Brock Lesnar is, in fact, going to be there, and Roman Reigns runs away like a coward. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I I mean that completely. Like, he's talking a big game. He learns that Brock is actually there. And then he tells Heyman that Heyman is going to wrap it up while he and the Usos run away. Mm Mm-hmm. We then get Brock in his best form. He's channeling I'm Stone loving, Cold. I'm loving this Brock, by the way. He, he's channeling Stone Cold, and they get into an SUV, and then the SUV gets speared <laughs> yes. with By a, a forklift, forklift. <laughs> rolled over onto its side. They run over to a truck, mm-hmm. the, get in the truck, Brock gets over to the truck and rips the door off of the truck as it drives away. It's great. 
Yes. It is great. great I love movie. seeing Roman actually be scared of Brock. Because mm-hmm. I really didn't expect that. And it's a change in the character, which is nice. We then get Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Boogs versus the Lethal, lethal Lotharios. I can't say Boogs to save my life, so. Boogs. <laughs> um, Nakamura and Boogs get the win, and we move forward. We get Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders versus Jinder Mahal, Shanky, and Happy Corbin. Of course, at ringside, you had Corbin's goons, but the good guys get the win here, and we continue on our road to WrestleMania. Plenty of pointing at the sign. <laughs> Corbin was so good when he was sad, Corbin. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we get Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. This match ended in disqualification uh, or no contest as um, Natalia and Shayna Baszler came out and attacked everybody and got themselves into the match at Mania for the women's tag titles. Pat McAfee must apologize to Austin Theory. Uh, Nobody cares. Pat McAfee actually tore up his promo, though. Mm -hmm. He apologized that Austin was a little bitch. And, you know, Yeah. yeah. Traditional good guy apology. Yeah. Just weird to think of Pat McAfee as the good guy because I've only right. ever seen him as a heel in wrestling. Yep. <laughs> then we get uh, Kofi Kingston versus Ridge Holland, uh, where um, the the heels get the win there. So Holland gets the win, which is what you expect. Kofi is by himself again. Yeah, completely. right now. Um, so with Big E out. With injury and Xavier Woods has been out on injury. May I think Xavier may be, may have just came back, but I don't think they've brought him back to TV yet. Yeah, I know he hasn't come back to TV yet. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, that's you get Pete. Well, I'm sorry, Butch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get you his get, name right. Butch gets involved. You get uh, Seamus has to actually restrain him. I, I kind of feel bad because I feel like even though Butch is an awful. Awful name, especially for a character or a a wrestler as good as Dunn. I feel like there's nothing for him to do now. Yep. Charlotte Flair has a message for Ronda Rousey. And Ronda completely ignores it, walks out to the ring, beats up on Charlotte for a minute until Charlotte manages to get a hold of a kendo stick and beats her a few times, almost chokes her out. And then power bombs Rhonda through the announce table. And that is how SmackDown went off the air. Yeah, so we're moving over to Rampage. We kicked off with the Butcher versus Darby Allen, in which Darby Allen won. Uh, we then had Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. Red Velvet won. Hirsch tried to hit Velvet with the uh, turnbuckle connector, but Statlander showed up, yanked it out of her hand. We had House of Black versus Bear Country and Fuego del Sol, which I thought was funny in the fact that as they're coming down there, Taz is is yelling about what does Fuego del Sol think he's even doing. Uh, of course, House of Black won. We then had Keith Lee versus Max Caster. 
Uh, Keith Lee wins. We did see Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks come down at the end, plus uh, Bowen. They all got in the ring. They all started attacking Keith Lee, and then Swerve comes running down to make the save, and Rampage goes off the air with Swerve and Keith Lee shaking hands. So there you go with uh, Rampage. So what you want to talk about first? Um, let's see. What's one of the, I mean, let's talk about Brock and Roman a little bit. Okay. All right. So we've, we've touched on it a few times during this, this feud that's been set up about, uh, Brock's the good guy here. I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I want Brock to win the titles, which is good from a storytelling point of view. Mm-hmm. The good guy. You know, we, we've gotten over the past several years, we've gotten to the point where we most people like the heels better. You know, they cheer the heels, that kind of thing. Ultimately, I think that's bad storytelling if you're cheering on the bad guy. At the at least at the top level. You know, you, you want to like the bad guys. They want to be bad guys you like for being bad guys, right? We definitely want to cheer for... Uh, ability. Like, look at Adam Cole. Adam Cole is a perfect example. He's a heel, but everybody cheers him because of his ability. Yeah. The story doesn't make sense, though, if you're cheering the bad guy. If you're if you're rooting for the villain, something has gone off the rails in the story, right? Yeah. So with this in WWE, I'm root. I'm actively rooting for Brock to win the titles, right? I have a feeling Roman's probably going to win them. Uh, simply because Roman is still a full timer. Yeah. You, you, we've given WWE so much hell over the years for putting their titles on part timers that we then never see. I want the titles because of the way they've booked the titles. Let's put it that way. I want to see the titles every week. If they booked the titles differently, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. But they don't. So I'm pretty sure Roman's going to end up with the belts. But I'm loving this, the cowboy, I don't care, stone cold-ish Brock Lesnar that is going on. I feel like we're actually getting Brock. Like, yeah. I feel like we're actually getting, this is Brock Lesnar. He's just like, hey, we're let's just go have fun. It's not, right. I've got to be a monster heel. No, he's, I'm Brock Lesnar. I'm a once-in-a-lifetime athlete. And we're going to go and we're just going to have fun out there. Exactly, and and I love that. I I like we're getting to see Brock. Yeah, you know, because yeah, we got Brock Lesnar back in what 2012 was it? Something like when that. When he yeah. was was in, you know, we got we got him then. But since he's come back, it's been Paul Heyman that mm-hmm. we've gotten, and Brock has stood there menacing, which works. Well, and it worked it for what they wanted to do with Brock at the time. Yeah, but it doesn't give me who Brock Lesnar is. So having Brock actually cut his own promos, do all his own stuff, just be comedy jokey Brock that will rip your arms off and beat you to death with them. Mm-hmm. I'm for it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's, it's really started to be better. I think when, when this first started coming together, where we we're going to see Brock versus Rome, I'll, I'll admit, I was like, Ugh, not again. We've seen this a million times. But they've but turned I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, they've turned it around, and I think it's because we 
every single time we've seen Brock versus Roman, it has been a heel Brock voiced by Paul Heyman yep. versus a babyface Roman who didn't have anything going for him for a long time because the fans didn't want to see a face Roman. They wanted a heel Roman. Yep. The only thing that got Roman Reigns over as a face was cancer. Yeah. And like, I have all the respect in the world for Roman. I'm a fan of Roman. The dude has put in the work and he is good in the ring but I didn't want to see him as a face anymore because he wasn't. Nope. He was a heel. The company was forcing him down our throats. WWE needed to own that. And they finally did. They finally did. Exactly. And it's been a, a great run overall. So, yeah. Um, so, we had that. I'm trying to think. We uh, let's talk about the Kevin Owens Stone Cold thing. Yeah. So this isn't supposed to be a match. I, I'm not really sure mm-hmm. anymore. It's not supposed to be a match. It's a KO show segment. Um, at least that's how they're booking it. That's how it's being presented. I personally feel like this is going to become a let's parade out some legends to do their finishers on Kevin Owens. I could fully see. Booker T showing up because he's a Texas guy. Mm-hmm. I could see Shawn Michaels showing up. He's a Texas guy. Like, I could see, starts off as a KO show. Stone Cold gives uh, Kevin the double fingers, stunner, calls for beers. Here comes <sighs> Booker T. Here comes Shawn Michaels. Booker T hits a, you know, the, the spinner Rooney. Shawn Michaels hits a super kick. They celebrate with the beers in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then Stone Cold gives Booker T and Shawn Michaels a stunner. Gives the, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And then hops out of the ring and goes to the back. It's going to be a, I think this is going to just be a Legends pop. Hooray, Kevin Owens. You re-signed with WWE and look at what you get to do. Hey, you get to do something with Stone Cold, which that is pretty damn awesome. But, you know. I'll eat a stunner. Yeah. I, I mean, the opportunity Dude, yeah. ever arises, I, yeah. I will eat a stunner and, from and, Stone Cold. You know, I'm, I'm of two minds with stuff like that, simply because Kevin Owens has all of the talent in the world. Mm-hmm. He should be in the title picture. He should be doing stuff like that. He's not. So part of me wants to say he's being completely misused, and he is. The other part, though, is like, dude gets to do something with Stone Cold, yeah. who was more than likely one of his heroes as he was getting into the business, uh, just like he was one of our heroes as we were growing up type thing. Um, So there is a big thing to be said on that side of, you got to do something at WrestleMania mm-hmm. with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's pretty cool. So... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. We'll see what happens. You know, it's it. it, it I think it falls to a, a bigger picture, really, with me. We've got a two-night WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so we got tons of time. Yeah. We're going to have a KO segment with, you know, some legends. 
Logan Paul is involved in something. Johnny Knoxville is involved in something. You've got a roster full of people that aren't going to be on the show because you're giving time to these segments that no one cares about at all. Even with WWE's recent releases over the last year, year and a half to two Mm -hmm. years, they still have an incredibly deep roster. Exactly. But they don't seem to want to push certain people. Mm -hmm. And so we end up with Johnny Knoxville, which in Vince's mind, oh, that's a great, I'm going to get Johnny Knoxville on the show. He's the star of Jackass. Jackass hasn't been relevant for 20 years. And don't give me any bull crap about Jackass forever. I'm never going to watch that movie. I probably will. I've heard it's pretty decent if you liked if you liked Jackass. It, it was pretty decent. I'll eventually watch it. It's not going to be something. It's definitely not something I spent theater money on. It's not something that I'm going to like actively seek out and watch. No, it's something that you're going to be flipping through flip HBO through Max or yeah. Netflix or wherever it ends up. And oh, oh this. Oh, oh I, I need some background noise while I do something more important like exactly. paint miniatures. While I paint or play a video game or something like that. And there click. you go. There we go. Logan Paul hasn't been relevant in three years. Yeah. Okay, he's had some boxing stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Vince is out of touch with current pop culture. Yeah, exactly. And so he's trying to bring in names of people that, oh, these are big names. Well, one, Mm -hmm. Logan Paul is an awful human being and nobody should ever right like acknowledge the fact that he exists um yes i'm still calling him out for what he did in japan a few years back that was awful (laughs) um johnny knoxville's johnny knoxville he doesn't do anything for me Mm -hmm. in 2022 in wrestling so so yeah it it just falls to the there is so much more that can be done if you ask me, we um, have a two night WrestleMania and the most of it is going to be lackluster. Yeah, for sure. Um, complete lack of builds, complete, just not caring about anything except really and truly the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar feud. Um, I mean, I'm be interested in whatever Cody Rhodes does. Yeah, if he shows up, I'll be interested in that. You know, just kinda. not not even in the fact that oh, Cody Rhodes is back, but I want to see how does he come back. What is yeah. you know what, what's he doing? Is he is he one A or one B in professional <laughs> wrestling? Right. <laughs> so not even in the top fifty. But true. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's very hard to be excited about anything in WWE. Because they just don't do a job, a good job of making me excited. And they're the ones that are calling themselves sports entertainers. Yeah. They're the ones that are supposed to be entertainment. And I just find myself more and more not entertained by what's going on with WWE. Yeah. I mean, to the point of we skipped, I think most of us left the room when the Jericho Appreciation Society thing <laughs> was going on. Uh, he renamed 2.0. Mm-hmm. 
uh, mainly because their names were Matt and Jeff, and AEW has a, a slightly more famous Matt and Jeff now. Just, um, just slightly? Just slightly. <laughs> um, so they renamed them. And, and the, a much more talented Matt and Jeff. Yeah. And the, the funny part about it is the digs that they were taking at WWE in this whole thing, mm-hmm. apparently, right? Jericho saying that they were renaming them because it was bad creative. <laughs> uh, that's the second time he's used that joke. Because the first time was back when Hager was announced mm-hmm. and everybody out in the audience was chanting, We the people. And Jericho's response to them was, that was a stupid gimmick by stupid creative. Stop it. Uh, you know, I, I, that was a good gimmick for a while, though. Yeah. And then they took it too far. Yeah. Um, so he did that. Having uh, Daniel Garcia say uh, that he was a sports entertainer <laughs> was kind of comical to me, considering he is, you know, one of the top indie wrestlers at the moment, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so hearing him say that he was a sports entertainer was kind of funny. Um, I don't know. I, I just, if they're building the Jericho society as a, the heel faction that it looks like it's going to be, who are they going to feud with? Mm-hmm. Are they going to feud with the elite? Cause we've seen that. Are they going to feud? And the elite are still kind of heels, I guess, sort of. They haven't completed their face turn. It's on. It's yeah. in route. Are they going to feud with Death Triangle? Because Death Triangle's already in a thing with House of Black. House of Black's a heel group, so they wouldn't feud with them, really. Um, are we gonna Are we gonna continue with this weird super group of the Hardy Boys and, or I'm sorry, the Hardy Brothers? Because we can't call them the Hardy Boys and Sting and Darby, but they're kind of in a thing with AFO. So what are they setting up here? Are we going to, I guess we're going to end up with like an LAX type thing. Trios tournament. Kingston and, okay, so a trios tournament. There's six people in the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, right? Well. Or five people. Hager is there sometimes and doesn't do anything. Jericho Jericho. is, Jericho's always going to be singles wrestler. You have 2.0 and you have uh, Daniel Garcia. Mm Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do? End up with like 2.0 and Garcia and maybe a trios tournament type thing where they introduce some trios belts. I mean, they definitely could do that at this point. I, I mean, I think they, they have to do it at this point because like you look I'm, at all of the groups that they have, they have all of like everybody is set up with trios or multiples of trios. Yeah. And I think you have to do it at this point. Like, I'm guessing they're probably going to feud with Kingston and Proud and Powerful. They may pick up another person in that stable somewhere. Sammy, Sammy possibly. I kind of see Sammy just being off on his own for a while. I, I do too, but I think Sammy is kind of the easy grab at the moment. Mm-hmm. But then again, it looks like you might have Sammy feuding with Scorpio Sky. Yeah. And he's going to be tied up in that group for a bit still, I think. Yeah. With top team. So, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here. What are we setting up? Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What's some other stuff to, to chit-chat on? Uh, have you signed up for Tony Storm's OnlyFans yet? I have not. I have not. <laughs> but it made apparently 10K in the first day it was open. First hour. First hour. First so hour. So Everybody yeah. want to see that, that, that Kiwi bottom. 
So, because she's from New Zealand, right? No, she's Australian. She's Australian. It even, says, it even says in her OnlyFans bio that, you know, <laughs> she is a fat-ass Aussie. Yeah, you know? <laughs> which, I mean, hey, truth. Truth in advertising. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, more power to her. Yeah, look, I, I will never I will never knock the hustle on anybody, no matter what that hustle might be, unless it's like murder. Then I might knock it a little bit, but you know what I mean. Yeah. If she can put out, if she can leverage her Assets. stardom. Well, I was going to be nice, but she can leverage her stardom as much as it is and her assets to turn that into a very lucrative way to make money. Do it. And Why she can still you? and she and can, she can still, still go, go, go wrestle. You know, I mean, she can still wrestle. I don't know if she's had to go back to Australia due to technically not having a job, so her work visa would be kind of not there, yeah. but who knows? You know, she's somebody I would love to see show up in AEW. She is. You know, we talk about it all the time of, and you hear it on the internet and you hear it everywhere. AEW can't just sign everybody that WWE cast off. And you're right. They can't. But there are people that we'd like to see show up. But their women's division still needs work. Their women's division still needs people to fill it out. They need, I would say, two to three more good workers in the women's division. You know what their women's division also needs? TV time. Two more segments a week. Yeah. With different people. Like don't don't yeah. carry the show on through another picture right. and picture commercial. No. Give the women two more segments a week. Yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. Let's do a women's show. Let's do a women's only rampage. Yeah. You know, I, honestly, I kind of expected AEW to have already done something like that. Whether it was on whether it was a, a TV show or whether it was a YouTube show, I honestly kind of expected them to already have a women's wrestling show. Yeah, I think it would be a major draw for Rampage for AEW. Yeah, as a whole, as that you know, we're going to get women fan, uh, women wrestling fans, men and women both. Mm-hmm that will now watch this product because we're, we're doing this and it would have been a perfect thing to put out for March considering March is women's uh, what is it? Uh, women's history month or women's appreciation month or something like that. I, I don't, I don't pay attention to any of that. It's, stuff. I can't remember the exact title of it, but it's the, you know, celebrate women and you know, their history and the accomplishments that they've made and you know, all this kind of stuff. Right. It could have been a very cool thing for Tony to say, hey, for the entire month of March, we're going to make Rampage a women's only show. You know? And just let it go. Bring, in, it bring in some of the uh, some of the indie talent. Well, I say indie talent, but the unsigned talent that's currently out there. Maybe for like one-offs, you could bring in Tony Storm for an appearance. You could bring in, uh, you know, a lot of women that Athena, have been released. Athena. Which... Is Ember Moon for yeah. for those not in the know? Uh, you could bring a lot Taya of Valkyries stuff in. out there. Scarlet, Scarlet's out there, and she should be free by now. Mm-hmm. You could bring in a lot of those for you know just some one off matches, just to showcase women's wrestling. On work, work out whatever's going on between Tony and TNA. Yeah, or Impact. It's always going to be TNA yeah. until they close down and open up somewhere else under a different name. It's always right. going to be TNA, but. Work out whatever's going on with there. Bring in uh, Rosemary or 
just any of the women talent over there. Because if you want to see a strong women's division, check out Impact. They've oh, for they've sure. got it going, and they've had they've had uh, the women's wrestling on lock for years. Yeah, at Impact, the Knockouts division was always—I don't care what anybody says—the better women's wrestling yeah. than anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, at least U.S. based, right? Arguments, I guess, could be made for like Joshi's and things of that nature, but compared to say WWE, mm-mm. but yeah. Um, jumping back to Cody Rhodes, yeah. Rumor is that Cody, that WWE actually took a contract they offered Cody, yeah. tore it up, and offered him a new one at a lower pay rate. Yep, because. Uh, he was not worth anything he wasn't, anymore. He wasn't worth it at that point. He he was he was worth the higher money because they he was being pulled away from AEW. But the fact that he just walked away, um, kind of kind of took away Vince's. We got Cody, so they offered they stole him Cody from him. So they they more gave him money that he's worth, which is mid card money, because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cody's a mid carter. I, I don't care who says otherwise. Cody is a mid card talent and he always will be. Yeah. Pure and simple. You can book him however you want to book him. Cody will always be a mid card talent. I saw an article talking about it and I don't remember who it was talking about it, but somebody said, and it was somebody in the business, somebody said, Cody doesn't have the star ta- star power of his daddy. No, not even close. He doesn't have the star power of his brother. Not even close. In his mind, he does. In his mind, he is bigger than Dusty. And no, <laughs> you're not. No. Uh, Dusty had something special about him. Mm-hmm. He had that it factor. Dusty but- connected to his fans in a way that very few wrestlers ever have. Yeah. But I still go back and watch the uh, Hard Times promo. The Hard Times promo is amazing. It, in fact, it is, it is quite possibly the best promo ever cut. Full stop. Period. Yeah. You know, I don't care era. I don't care who. It it is quite possibly the best promo ever. Yeah. It's up there. Dusty had a an amazing mind for the business. You go Mm -hmm. look at NXT over the last several years before they switched to the NXT 2.0. Yep. A lot of that was dusty. A lot of that was dusty talking to the boys and the girls and saying, all right, this is what you're going to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. This, this is what's going to do daddy. (laughs) Right. You know, but Cody can't do that. And he's got to just put in the work because maybe one day he could. But if he assumes that he is the top of the card, he's never going to be there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Let's turn our attention to another podcast. Okay. Talk is Jericho. Yes. Yes. So as we talked about last week and as we again saw this week, 
One William Regal has made an appearance and he's now signed with All Elite. Regal then appeared, as most new All Elite signings do, on the Talk is Jericho podcast. I need you to pause us right now. No, 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 no. I need you to finish <laughs> listening to us and then go listen to this. Yeah, you need you need to download that episode. Because my God, what that man has been through. Yeah, just listening to him talk about, you know, Jericho, I think, asked him about what he felt like coming back to to wrestling, you know, getting back in, in it with AEW, which led to this story from Regal about nearly dying a couple times, nearly yeah. having his leg taken off, um, you know, just wrestling for like three years with a broken neck. Like, no, no, not three. He wrestled the majority of his career. Yeah. With a, he, he broke his neck, I believe it was in 1994. That's right. He retired in 2013, 2014. Yeah. The entire time he had a broken neck. Mm-hmm. Did he? I forgot who he broke it. Was it Freddie Blassie that he broke it with? I don't no. remember who he said he no, broke it he with. he broke it with. But he broke, uh, the story was he broke it and like he could, he didn't feel anything, you know, he didn't. He wasn't. He lost some feeling lost in his finger, but it wasn't but, like paralyzed or anything yeah. of that nature. And he didn't have surgery until I think 2014, I think he said. And when they opened his neck up, they just pulled out this mass of scar tissue and well, gel. And when they when they did the CT or the X-ray, I don't remember which one because he's had several. Mm-hmm. The tech, the doctor that was doing it, started cursing. Yeah. He then hands Regal a phone to Dr. Maroon, mm-hmm. who of uh, NFL concussion fame. Yeah. Uh, Regal Maybe. has a lot of respect for him, says that he was not, that he's been done dirty by the news and that. I, I'm not going to dive into that. Right. I don't know enough about it, too. But Dr. Maroon said, how you feeling? What's going on? And he's like, I, what, what is happening? I'm fine. Right. And come to find out, he had this, this ball mm-hmm. of, Stuff, like cartilage, and jelly, and yeah. bone pieces. <laughs> yeah, just the fact that he is still walking around mm-hmm. is a miracle. And, and he also talks up WWE again, mm-hmm. like like we've said in multiple shows, including the Scott Hall one that we just did. The one thing I will give WWE credit for is taking care of people that worked with WWE. Because Regal talks about with his heart, yep, uh, he had pericarditis, which fully calcified the pericardium around his heart, which is the bag that your heart's in that's full of fluid. Uh, it fully calcified it. Uh, he said when they opened him up, he's got a video of them showing them taking the scalpel and tapping on it, and it's sounding like you were tapping on a rock, mm. right? Well, he's in this uh, heart clinic in Atlanta, which is super exclusive. You know, normal people get on wait lists there for years to be able to have this stuff done. The The procedure that he had done was, it's a super rare procedure, only known by several, you know, a handful of doctors, that kind of thing. But because of the WWE, he got in and it was done yeah. uh, because he had, he had been given six months to live Yeah, uh, when he found out about that. So 
he he breaks down several times while he's talking to Jericho. He got an infection um, in his leg at one point. Yeah, and, and they were gonna chop it off by um, the by the grace of and as he puts it, I'm I'm gonna paraphrase yeah. him a little bit, but by the grace of a god that he doesn't believe in. Yeah, like. This doctor, the doctor overheard yeah. his doctors talking about it and called her husband, who was a doctor, who was his, who is his doctor, and, and told him, and then you know they, he called and told him do this, this, and this, which saved yeah. his leg. What? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fascinating, yeah. and they're going to do another part to it. There's there's a second part coming. They said it at the end. Uh, so yeah, I'm hoping okay. here in the next week or so that part comes out because I'm hoping it's coming out Wednesday. Me too. Cause the whole time I'm listening to this, I, I was driving for work and it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I, I listened to it on and off throughout the day at work and it's just like, I what? Yeah. Like every time he would Regal would say something else. It's like, this dude has been through it all. I, compared it to watching an episode of dark side of the ring. Yeah, very much so because that's how I felt after listening to it, you know, and I watched another episode of dark side of the ring. I'm, I'm a little behind. I've been catching up on Hulu Mm -hmm. and you know, I watched the Jake and uh, Jake, the snake Roberts episode. That one was like, I caught that that, one was tough to get through. I caught that this morning and it's just like, wow, that one was tough to get through. So, um, trying to think about what, what else, else is going on then? in the world of wrestling. I really can't think of too much. You know, the, the news this week was pretty much dominated first by Biggie, uh, yeah. with his neck injury. And then of course the news coming out that Scott Hall was going to be taken off life support yeah. and then his and passing. Then, yeah. And then uh, in a, a, a lighter note, I guess, Cody fully finally signing. Yeah. Um, which came out sometime yesterday, like yesterday. yesterday. It like came that. out. Well, it came out Friday, I think, during the show. So, so, not much of a week of wrestling. So, go. You've got. We're giving. We're giving you time back in your day, as <laughs> as the corporate world likes to tell me yep. from time to time. Uh, use that to listen to part of. Uh, Jericho's podcast. Yeah. Go listen to our, Jericho's podcast. Once you're our done. bonus episode, yeah. or you know, any of our friends like silence your cell phones. Mm-hmm. You could use it to listen to them and, and listen to them talk about movies and, and things. Fearology with our friend Jody Kite, who was on yeah. our bonus episode, making yeah. his first appearance. He, yeah. Everybody else that was on that episode has been on before. Mm-hmm. That was Jody's first appearance. Yeah. So, yeah, go check all of that out. How'd and, you like that transition? <laughs> <laughs> and. While you're listening to all that, you need somewhere to drive around to, make it a little easier to listen. Head on down to McNarb Gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi, and pick up a game. They've got D&D. They've got board games. If you want Monopoly, they've got a dozen Monopolies. I don't know why you would do that to yourself, but hey, you know, you can do it. But come check out D&D. They, uh, a new D&D book just dropped. It's a critical role tie-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Call of the Nether Deep? Yeah, I think so. And... You know, check out Wingspan. They've got Wingspan for sale in there. It's a great game, fun little game. And they've got entire walls of games for you to check out and play. So maybe what I'm saying is not catching your fancy. Well, they've got everything else in there too. Something I'm sure something will catch your fancy. 
Yeah. And and speaking of walls of stuff to catch your fancy, go to Big Dog Liquor. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge selection of bourbons and whiskeys and tequila and vodka and gin and wines upon wines upon wines. Um, pretty much anything you could want is in there. And if it isn't, there's a good chance it could be ordered. Yep. Um, he does, Brad does discounts constantly for military, for uh, seniors, for different things that come through. If you like a certain type of wine, order it by the case, and he'll give you a discount on that stuff too. So go in there, get you get you some liquor, get you some board games down at McNarb, get your ears filled by any of the myriad podcasts that we talk about, and just enjoy your week. Until next week. Until next time. Cheers, Michael. Cheers. Cheers.